0: Welcome to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast. I'm Lisa Fisher, a longtime broadcaster and journalist in Arkansas, who's been in front of a microphone or a camera since the 1980s. I think of myself as the queen of Arkansas media. For this episode i have my sassy true crime tv show producing friend in la who will make you laugh and you'll clink a glass every time you agree with her insight you'll get to meet Caitlin cutt a third time guest on the lisa fisher said podcast right after this ACLES okay. makes it beautiful for less that's what's in the ads that are on your device That's what I saw just the other day when I opened Facebook. I saw, oh, there's Richard Aikles, beautiful wife and daughter. And oh, there's a message I need to know. See, the algorithm knows that I love flooring and I love home decor and I'm in central Arkansas. For those of you outside of Central Arkansas, go ahead and hop on your device there and look at Akel's Carpet One, see the products they have. And I'm telling you, if you're out of state, it's worth the drive over because Akel's beats the big box store prices. So wherever you are, you're gonna get a better deal at Akels. You're gonna get installation from people you know that it you know the Akel family has vetted. And Either Richard or one of the family members or Paul or Todd, I'm telling you all the names of the people there who stand behind the work at Acles Carpet One. Whether it's the LVP, Luxury Vinyl Plank Flooring, that's a great deal, especially if you've got kids at home, if you've got pets at home and then the beautiful things you can get some high-end things there as well they've got marble and ceramic and beautiful tile so many different things find out more by going to their website acolscarpet1.com
1: she won most talkative in high school and she has been running her mouth ever since welcome to the lisa fisher said podcast with your host lisa fisher
0: Okay. So this is my friend, Caitlin. She's my best friend. I've never met. Is that right? Isn't that an accurate description? <laughs>
1: no, I, I don't even understand our connection anymore. It's so good.
0: <laughs> I know. So for, for the Wayback Machine, we met in May of 2020 when you were working on a project, wow. right? Yeah. Over so two, years two years ago. two years, we've mm-hmm. been
1: friends. That's so weird yes. to me that that's been two years, but that's pandemic time. So that's right. It's like the opposite of dog years.
0: Oh, they're bad. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. It's a lot. It was a rough two years or so, but you've entertained me the whole time. Same.
1: <laughs> I mean, we met on the phone and we liked each other immediately. Basically. It,
0: you know what it was? The Seinfeld link.
1: It was the Seinfeld joke.
0: <laughs> we both quoted Seinfeld.
1: Yeah, we did. We both quoted Seinfeld. I was on a crazy show and I was just being, I mean, my style with what I do anyway is like I'm as honest as possible up front because then- that whoever I'm speaking to feels like they can kind of say whatever they want after that. And so I just kind of like lay it all out there. But with you, I mean, you were kind of like matching my energy and I just <laughs> thought, oh, this is so nice.
0: We had the best time. So you call yourself the social worker of the world too. Yeah.
1: Social worker of the universe is yeah, the my universe, actual, yeah. I think it's my actual job. I should put it on my CV. Yeah.
0: I know. Uh, cause my husband said, who are you doing a podcast with? I go, my best friend, Caitlin, I've never met. He's like, right. I mean, my family knows you, right. I try, I had a party a few months ago. I was trying to find flights for you to fly here. So we, well. We I, do was, talk I was often.
1: telling my husband, I was like, uh, cause you know, we're going to, we're trying to get pregnant. Who knows what'll happen. But I was like, I don't know if I want to do a baby shower again. Cause I personally hate, I, I hate baby showers. I, I just think they are the worst, the worst, the worst. The worst kind of party a yeah. person can throw. Yeah. Um, cause they're in like the morning, which sucks. It's just like a cascading, whole thing, like whole thing. circumstance of yeah. awfulness. You're yeah. dealing with weird cousins that you've never had to deal with. Totally it's, weird
0: it's cousins, right?
1: Weird food, weird <laughs> traditions anyway. Uh, and then I was like, but if I do have one, I'm going to try and fly Lisa, Lisa Fisher out <laughs> to my baby shower.
0: So yeah, that, that's how it is. So uh, you'll be
1: my well, entertainment for this year. Girl, and I know I'm
0: good. I'm great at weddings, bar mitzvahs, baby showers. Me too.
1: That's why I was like, I need a Lisa Fisher energy (laughs) injection into, you know, all the balloons.
0: Totally get it. So yes, I I told my I I told my husband that you and I have a strictly textual relationship.
1: We do because it's true.
0: We've never met in person, but we've even done these things together. So I, I I don't feel like
1: I don't know you. You know what I mean? Like I don't. It doesn't even. It's it's way beyond parasocial because we're yeah. friends. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. I, I never, I never understood pen pals, but maybe that's what this is, the anatomy of it. <laughs> we, and that's what this is.
0: We are, we are like social media pals.
1: Right? pen pals.
0: Yeah. I right. love that we, for us. And we solve the problems of the world. Okay. So that's what we're kind of doing today. We're going to solve that, all the problems. Yes. And one okay. of the problems, this was really not on the agenda, but we have to discuss what's going on with Brittany. Because you and I and Whitney Bauer, my lawyer friend, were there to free Britney in the beginning, back whenever that was, last year. Yeah, who knows? She she got freed, and now we're we're really worried about her.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. This has been my concern from day one, which is all these documentaries came out, these podcasts and everything, and I will be really clear about this. I never thought this woman should have been under a conservative ship. Like, that is not what I'm saying. Be that as it may, this person is not doing well. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I just find it like it's kind of I'm getting a little bit of like enjoyment out of watching the media outlets that normally would be tearing her to shreds. Just their hands are kind of tied because they were, you know, taken to the cleaners for how they treated her before, as they should have been. That's right. Um, And I just think that she is introducing us to a much more complicated relationship with a famous person than we've ever had before. But yesterday she posted some completely off the rails. I don't even understand what it was. It was like it was like reading a transcript of a conversation you have when you accidentally sit down to the next to the wrong person at a bar and they just start telling you their whole life story, which is incidentally my life story. I am the queen of TMI. Yeah. I know you and I have that in common.
0: Hello. Right.
1: It's, it's so complicated.
0: It is so complicated, but she's married now. She's married now and Madonna uh, and the appearance at, at that whole wedding, Donatella Versace Madonna, all these people in the photo. It is a caricature of everything we know. I don't
1: understand. It was like Sunset Boulevard or something. It was. It It was. was. It it was like. It was. It looked, first of all, it genuinely looked like Liza Minnelli's wedding to that weird guy.
0: Oh, I love those days. That was when we just had the National Enquirer and girl. I had every every piece of paper I could read about Liza Minnelli's wedding.
1: I mean, and you could kind of swap Michael Jackson for Madonna in this case, who is now also looking, I don't know, like she's gone warp speed permanently. I don't understand. What has happened?
0: Are those fillers then that are making? That's that's fillers.
1: Yeah, that's fillers.
0: It is blown up. And then she's wearing sunglasses in all of them. Yeah. Uh, It is. It is an odd look.
1: It's so hard. I'm happy, I guess, that she has found, I don't know. The guy just feels like made, he feels like George Glass from the Brady Bunch. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just,
0: Wow. You're going you know way talking? back. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Like he yeah. just doesn't
1: seem like a, a whole person, like a real person. Every photo he's in, he looks like he's been Photoshopped into the photo.
0: Uh-huh. uh-huh. And, he, <laughs> and he may have, because then she had the whole thing where she was doing like nudies. We were getting,
1: Way uh, I too mean, much.
0: I, yeah. I, I saw if she had a landing strip or was going the full Brazilian on one Listen, of them. Listen, good mean, for tried- her,
1: by the way. She looks great. Oh, I am she looks amazing. That. No, no, no. no. That's, but that's what's so hard about this is like, yeah. technically, I can't point to anything wrong. But if you are looking at this and you're not seeing some red flags then I'm here to tell you, you don't have any instincts as a human being. Like congrats. Somebody finally got to tell you.
0: Good. Right. That's <laughs> like, a good way. It's, you good, are for you it's yeah. good for you to know.
1: It's good for you to know. It's good for you to know that you have terrible instincts. And now you can go back through your whole life and it all makes sense. Cause if you're looking at these <laughs> photos of her. I know. It, and going like, Oh, she's fine. Go girl. Like you're on you're, you're probably on your own long road. That's right. what I got to say. <laughs> that
0: That's a good way to put it. The thing that, so the conversation we have in our home is, because my husband's all about, um, those are her choices. And I said, they are. And, you know, because he said the conservatorship, what a joke that, you know, that was, that should have sure. been against the law. And I understand that. It should have Now, been. if children are involved, you know, I, I get a little soft spot. I do want to protect children, but I guess her kids maybe live with Kevin or somebody. It doesn't K-Fed. matter. Yeah, I
1: don't know. Yeah, K-Fed.
0: She, they're not in the picture, literally in these pictures that she posts. She probably, there's a moratorium, and she probably can't. They probably protected their images from any social media. Uh, I,
1: yeah, I don't think the kids were invited to the wedding or something. I don't know. I don't know enough about, her
0: family wasn't
1: there. That's what part of that weird post was that she eventually took down, is like something about her family not being invited. It was very.
0: Yeah, it was odd, the whole thing, but I'm telling you this, I'm not missing a beat. I'm not going to unsubscribe from anything she puts out because I have got to know how she's doing.
1: So the thing that strikes me about that photo is it's Selena Gomez, Drew Barrymore, uh, Paris Hilton, Madonna, and obviously Britney Spears. So you're looking at a group of women that have all been famous since they were incredibly young. I mean, Selena Gomez and Drew Barrymore that's up. about as child star as yes, you get. Yes, that's right. And so, you know, people were making comments about how, um, well, that's a weird collection of people. And I thought that's like, I mean, that would be invaluable if you if you've lived a life like that. Very few people on the planet know what it's like to live in that in the in the it's spotlight. It's kind of like, like when
0: the presidents all get together and they're in one photo. You're yeah. like, wow, that's that's kind of an odd group of people. They're different walks of life, but yes, they have totally. one thing in common, like my ex boyfriends.
1: Yeah, if right, you lined all of them up, right. you would they, you would never, ever guess that it was because I dated them ever in that's a million good. years. That's good. It's true. I, I'll send you later. I'll send you photos of all of them. And you're going to be like, what was happening?
0: Like, why? Okay. Who were That's where, fed? wait, sidebar. That's where social media is valuable. I saw the boy I had a crush on in eighth grade. And I guess as he got older, he lost teeth and his eyes went imaging Coco. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I showed my kids. I go, this was the ish in eighth grade and now look at him, they go, mom, where's his teeth? The other one's like, why is one eye looking off? I go, I don't know.
1: I was just talking to my friend. We were having a really evil discussion. I, I don't know why, in the last two days, I have just woken up in the worst <laughs> mood, like just no nice thoughts. I, I really just like
0: bring them, bring up, bring all the bad thoughts. We're good.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, but it was great. Cause I was like hopping around on social media and I saw a person that I went to college with. And I remember distinctly not liking this person, like the second I met them. And I, I, I go with that instinct normally. And it's one of those situations, a very Seinfeldian situation where yes. for years, everyone's like, why don't you like so-and-so they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. They look like they should be go guarding like a, a bridge mm-hmm. or something there. I don't right. like their mm-hmm. vibe. And I don't know how it happened. I, it was blessed. I like saw the photo of them and I was like, This proves everything I thought about in college. This is, they have, they have melted into what their, their, their final form. And I was right the whole time.
0: And you're, again, you're right the whole time.
1: And they were trolling some other person and like, it was like a wedding photo. And I was just like, you see this, they weren't cute. They were just dumb and and quiet. They were smart to be quiet, but they lost that during the pandy, I think.
0: And now they think
1: (laughs) we have to hear them and we don't, we don't
0: like them. Right. I'm done. Okay, so we're we're back because we can bunny trail through this. We're back uh-huh. on Madonna and what I yeah. refer to the presidents yeah. oh, of uh, so, child so stars. So yeah,
1: they they have such a unique experience as human beings together. And in that in that regard, I was like, I totally get why these women are at this wedding. Like I, you know, I'm sure all of them have been through different. I know Paris Hilton, for example, have oh, all been story. through different experiences where people have tried to control them, exploit them. You know, yeah, and. You know, I know nothing about Selena Gomez's life, but I mean, I, I know that being a child actor is tough for all sorts of reasons. So, um, I thought that that was a pretty remarkable photo. People were making jokes, but I was like, no, this is, this is like a Smithsonian kind of a thing. I agree. I get it. This is cool, but it's also not cool because (laughs) I'm still really
0: worried. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, if you follow, um, let me look and see if I can find the post that you sent me just so people can understand our, oh, that's right.
1: It was taken down, uh, rightfully so, by the way, but it was like, it started off, Shoot, I don't know. She wasn't a comparative world literature major, that I
0: know. No, no, you're right. Yeah, she pulled the post, shoot. Oh, she pulled it. Yeah, she pulled it. Well, you said, looks like it good. It made her look crazy. (laughs) famous last words. I okay. just,
1: I don't know. It's so hard. This is such a weird. I think if you come from a really toxic environment, as a child, for example, like myself, um, you look at the actions of a person like this very differently than if you just came from like a nice normal family, because if this right. is I
0: don't
1: know, I don't know this. I, I feel like the only person in my friend group that's like not stoked about what's happening with her. And I feel crazy, but I'm sticking to my guns and saying, this is not going to, this is this, this in all likelihood is going to go down a really weird path, like very
0: self-destruct. Soon. Right. I hope I, there was a
1: I, prenup. I pray to God. Oh,
0: I would think so. I mean Well, I don't she know. Doesn't have, she, she may not have legal advice anymore. She may not have retained anybody because she wanted to get so far away. But I've said from the beginning with her, I said it with Charlie Sheen. I said it with Amber and what's his name? Johnny, um, Dunn, yeah. Jack Sparrow, yeah. Um, mental illness is never funny because somebody's no. suffering. Me- meaning yes. their family members. Or- it's like addiction's not funny to me. Someone's like, oh my gosh, she's always strung out. He's drunk. It- well, then I think, because I know, because I've been a child in mental illness illness issues and addiction. So I know there's somebody suffering from their consequences. That's what I hate.
1: Yeah, of course. And I I, I wonder, like I said at the, the top of this, it's going to be interesting to see how this is chronicled because somebody told her to take that other post down. It's not like she decided to, I, I doubt she True. took that down. You know, somebody probably read it and was like, hey, Brittany. Um, I just, I don't know who she's got counseling her. I don't blame her for not trusting anybody, but everybody needs advice. I I text you for advice. (laughs) I I You need advice sometimes, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so our our real connection then has to do with um, murders and stuff, crime, Mm. true crime. Yep. And you know a lot about the true crime genre, which is the one that makes women's hearts squeal. Like, my husband always says, why are you so upset? Like, none of it interests him. I'm like, oh, you're so missing out. So our first connection was, um, was it called Twisted Sister?
1: Yeah, when we worked on Twisted Sisters together. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that's right. And so that was um, the Khloe Kardashian executive produced program that had... Stories about sisters, either that were co conspirators, uh, defendants, victims, somehow connected. And so there was a Little Rock, a crazy central Arkansas, I mean, white trash palooza family from Suck Your Toe, Arkansas.
1: It was that,
0: yeah, Georgia, um, RIP, Georgia had poisoned sister, brother in law. And oh she had, she had set
1: things on fire
0: she yeah. I oh, mean that's right, was, arsonist. she was addicted
1: yeah. to gambling there that's was right. just that's right. all kinds of crazy stuff going on uh,
0: so It was yeah, it was that, a crazy story it was fascinating so that's how we met and you were working on that but now you have a bigger and better job and tell the nice folks listening what that is
1: Well right now uh I am working on the Unsolved Mysteries podcast and that is really cool. I have some other projects that I'm very excited about announcing when I can. But um, what I can say is that in a very short period of time, I've seen a lot of murder. <laughs> a lot of, uh, yeah, it's do- I, I missing people, human trafficking, ghosts, aliens. I got it all. What do you want to know?
0: So does it make can- you callous then to the stories? Or because you're an empath, you are very empathetic to people, but you can't over identify with these stories, Caitlin, or you're going to need to be put away for a while for rest. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I have some friends that are worried. They love me. So, you know, <laughs> it was funny. We were all, we were all at a wedding a couple of weeks ago and we'd all had too much to drink. And my friend was finally like, you know, we're worried about you, Caitlin. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, okay. So I'm going to start back at a point that you made and then answer your question. So I, I don't know why I'm always the person that gets asked why women are so interested in true crime, but I think I've answered this question several times in my life. And I will, I always say the same thing, which is true crime f- focuses on something and then utilizes something that I think is central to the female experience. The first thing being, we are just statistically more in danger. Okay. So it yeah. we're not crazy for uh, connecting to these stories because i think on its most micro level every woman has been in danger on some level i hope i hope it is the most minute and uh, benign version for whoever's listening i hope that that has been your the extent of your experience statistically speaking most women it's far more dangerous and and far more Uh, aggressive and real than people really want to talk about. In fact, we know people don't want to talk about it. Women are silenced all the time. Um, And the second thing is, is imagination. A lot of people forget that imagination, you know, now we use imagination, we use it for stories and we hear about, oh, children have such a beautiful imagination. But imagination is the thing, in my opinion, that sets human beings apart from everything else on this planet. That's how we project forward in time and plan, you know. So, oh, it rained today. Well, you use your imagination to imagine another time it's going to rain. And how do you stay out of the rain, right? So, Where females sit in front of these, actually any any population of human being that feels threatened or marginalized, I think is drawn to darker stuff for this reason. Because basically it helps us feel like we're not crazy. That is the simplest explanation for why people are fascinated. I could get into my like highfalutin answers, which one of them being like, well, it's the second story in the Bible. Or if you ever heard a cowboy story, you've heard a true crime story. I mean, people forget that it is this concept of true crime is from 2014. It's new. Mm -hmm. We used to just call it journalism.
0: Right. Oops. Mm Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know? So I I just, and you know, it's like funny because I, I always come back to, you know, when men get into this, I, you know, I'm like, well, do you ever watch Die Hard? Why'd you, why'd you like Die Hard? What, what could possibly connect you to die hard. What about that is and I give them the same questions they're giving me. Because ultimately yeah these things are based on real people and real stories but they're not your stories. So that what? answers the the question you asked me which is these are not my stories. These right. are these are uh things that happen on this planet and I feel like there are two benefits to sharing them. One being storytelling is incredibly cathartic, letting people feel heard. And especially if they feel like, you know, if you're missing, if you've got a person that's gone missing and you, you feel like that story hasn't been taken seriously by the proper authorities, for example, or, uh, the whole police force knows who did this to so-and-so, but it's missing You're they're missing one key piece. That's incredibly healing to be able to share that. And then finally, on the other end of it is it's part of being a human being. And, you know, the people that give me a hard time about true crime are always the same people glued to Fox News or CNN all day. And I always (laughs) just laugh to myself like, oh, Mm -hmm. you're so you're right. You know what? You're Mm -hmm. paying attention to the really important Mm -hmm. stuff. No way is that being packaged (laughs) or, or pumped full of crap for your for your own. You know, that's right. it's all yeah, it's
0: all slanted. Um, yeah. Did we ever discuss the Ebby stepick story from Little Rock, Arkansas?
1: You have talked to me about it. We have not talked that's about right. it uh, publicly. OK, so is that the way to answer but, that? I'm not. Yeah, even that's right. I, I did. I did it like bring that. it
0: up because you knew the girl who did this most recent podcast because you were familiar with her. Um. I mean, you're, ta- you're talking quick.
1: about Catherine Catherine.
0: Townsend. Townsend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, Because she has an Arkansas connection. She's from Arkansas. And and I think, I don't know if she's in LA or New York now. She may be in LA. Um, And so she's covered the story in her podcast. And I'll link that in the show notes. Um, And I haven't finished the series, but she, so we feel like in Little Rock, uh, I've, I've known Abby's parents forever. I didn't know Abby. I just knew they had a daughter- around Mm -hmm. that age at that time. Um, But we just feel like this Little Rock LRPD really dropped the ball and the investigation and not, (laughs) I mean, there's, I don't even know where to begin in pointing fingers. They just did not follow up on this story. I think, I think the statement was even made. They thought it was some drug whack girl who had mental illness. And so to them, her life just didn't matter as much as another kid, maybe. And as a parent,
1: she was was less dead than somebody else.
0: That's right. And (laughs) as a parent, we would all say, please go fight for my child, no matter what. And so she may have been on a substance that night. So did they penalize her because of that? I mean, yes, yes, she, she did have some mental illness issues again. I don't think that's funny. So I'm going to say then all the more you, that you do it to the least of these you need to protect her
1: i think part of this starts with people sitting and and admitting to themselves the concessions that they make themselves in what they're willing to deal with as a human being on a daily basis you know we see homelessness for example and we shut that down and a lot of people will compartmentalize that as oh well that's mental illness so or oh that's drugs and it starts there it doesn't start at the police station. It starts with you, period. Mm-hmm. And then we get into the next level, which is just basic representation. I mean, the fact that you and I are even talking about Ebby she's done a lot better than a lot of other missing women in this country um, and men, by the way. By the way, there are more missing men in the United States than women.
0: Is that right?
1: <laughs> yeah, the number one population missing, uh, The how do I want to say this? There are more black men missing in America than any other population. I had no idea. Yeah, no kidding. Nobody does. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think I need to explain why. Mm -hmm. So that alone, the fact that I don't have to even articulate to you why that is not a statistic that's widely understood or known or even entertained is, is its own inherent issue. So, yeah, I mean, Abby's story is really, really interesting. It's terrible. It's very sad. It's nothing new. I mean, yeah. it's, she, at least she has a community that's trying um, or is get, being allowed to try. You know, I, I was just recently reviewing a case. I won't get into it, but. You know, this person had been n- manipulated into being part of human trafficking, and there's a whole other population. People think that uh, people just wake up one morning and decide that being a prostitute sounds awesome. And <laughs> this this is a well, seriously, I mean. We don't make people say it out loud enough, but like we judge sex workers all the time. And the truth of the matter is like this one girl story, she was manipulated into going to a a hotel in Florida, being told that she was going to be part of a music video shoot or something like that. She gets down there. She's beaten, brutally raped. Her identification is taken away. And these people tell her in no certain terms, if you run away, we'll kill your family. That's sex trafficking.
0: Yes, ma'am. And, and yeah, so
1: she's there by her own free will. And by the way, when these places get get raided, it's the women that get incarcerated and nobody right. else. And not the That's Johns what I was either. Say.
0: Right. That's what I was gonna say. The women are criminalized for their activity yeah. because we saw that here in Arkansas a few years ago when some teenagers went missing and they found them in a CD motel that the staff knew that this was happening oh, on this yeah. floor. I mean Oh, right. all the oh. all the protective measures, except protecting the victims, the children, and they were arrested. And then uh, I know some uh, children advocates came forward, lightum attorneys and other people who came forward and said, "Please, it, it they did not. She's fifteen. There's no consent. She didn't choose to do this. Charge the the man that's in that seedy oh, motel that there's, everyone there's, here knew about.
1: There's no louder crucible." than a white man who's been caught in a hotel room with a hooker. Let me tell you. It's just true. I don't know what other way to say it. Like I, and and listen, I, Mm. I skate both political lines. I do. I'm a, but this isn't political. This is just the way our criminal justice system handles crime. And, you know, these investigations, not force, not police forces, but investigations are highly underfunded. Yeah. I mean, profoundly
0: underfunded. Yeah. I would say that's right.
1: I mean, that's, that's just the problem. You know, I mean, I, I spoke to one person who was dealing with missing children in a part of Arizona and there was one person dealing with all of the missing children cases. Arizona has one of the highest missing children rates in the country, Texas and Arizona.
0: I wonder why we saw that. Yeah. By the way, what, what kind of,
1: what, what children go missing? sweet little babies that aren't being supervised because mom and dad are working really hard. Yeah. It's disgusting. I mean, I could yeah. go on. I don't want it to turn into like whatever, but the stuff I see doing my job, that's the stuff that gets to me. It's not, it's not the grief. It's not, it's not the, I can sit with someone in their pain like and not make it about me. But when we go down the rabbit hole of things that could have been done differently, it's upsetting, you know, on the but, other hand, people get obsessed with serial killers and it always makes me laugh because I'm like, hey, if a serial killer wants to kill you, there's nothing you can do. Not a thing. <laughs> hate to hate to tell everybody this, but like, hey, if right. a serial killer is like, ooh, that one, you better hope that guy gets a flat tire on the way to his on the way to your house, because that's all that's gonna stop anything with that's when right. it comes Ted, to Ted like
0: that. Bundy, right. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And it goes back to just protecting the vulnerable the the yeah. children. I mean, on yeah. and on. And I think it was the Super Bowl that oh, yeah. was in Arizona a few years ago that finally people started saying, and then, um, that there was sex trafficking and then, cause that's a big event for sex trafficking. And then recently there was, it may have been the Oklahoma city thunder or one of the uh, professional sports. And I know there was an Oklahoma city connection. Maybe it was an Oklahoma family that was in Dallas at Maybe the Mavericks game, and I'm not exact, but girl. the the girl went to the bathroom, and then she was missing for two months. they' she finally was reunited with this, her family. But that's happening at public forums, events that we're going to.
1: It's happening in Orlando,
0: yeah, happening down I, I listen. I again, yeah. I'll
1: come back to this, but I talked to this guy. He's an expert in tracking down these traffickers. And he said that families, men will take their families to Disneyland. Say, I'm going to go back to the hotel to lay down for a little while, go back, have their time with somebody who's been sex trafficked and come back and meet with their families. This wow. happens every day, all day, every day.
0: See, my mind doesn't go there. I I don't have a criminal mind. Like I don't think of things that when people do things, sometimes I really am surprised. Now as a journalist, I'm not surprised, I'm not shocked by hearing things. So I'm like, yeah, that happens. But that, again, to know he oh, needs yeah. to be burned at the stake now, that he would... Oh. Uh, so, well, uh, it, just, it just take it, your
1: pick. I mean, it's yeah. like, you know, people get really conspiratorial about, you know, child sex trafficking, specifically. It's not that hard to figure out. <laughs> like, no. you know, uh, people want to blame giant corporations. It's like, actually, it's the guys paying for this. That's actu- That's right, actually... Right who we are blaming, uh, in my opinion, but those people never, it's, you know, it's always like, it's a politician or it's the Disney corporation or it's actually, it's probably somebody, you know, like,
0: yeah, that's, that's what's sick.
1: Hate to okay. say it.
0: Yeah. That's what's sick. So of your true crime history, 2014, I love knowing that's when it became yeah, part of our I mean, nomenclature. 20, yeah.
1: Somewhere between 2012 and 2014, people started saying true crime.
0: Okay, um, and and you know, and then true crime gets document not just documentaries, they're actually a dramatic series. Did you see Candy with Jessica Beale? Oh it was so good. <laughs> wow, it was good. See, this is the
1: level I had been waiting for. So I mean, like I have been waiting for this moment for a long time, <laughs> which is like these longer, uh, longer looks at these crazy cases. I mean, there's another one. There's like the the one with Renee Zellweger. It's like basically a long Dateline episode. Girl, that, the, tr- girl. the trouble with Pam.
0: And the thing about Pam the that changed Pam. my life. That have so you seen good. it when she does whoa, yeah. whoa 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 whoa? Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's real. And then That's a... they they play the Dateline or they play the actual footage from the trial, yeah. and Renee Zellweger nails it, and they put her in a fat suit. It is one of the most brilliant things I've seen in the last year.
1: It's great. I've been waiting for this moment. This is the much more interesting iteration. Because there of, are stories of of to this.
0: tell that are, that go yeah. deeper than what 55 minutes or whatever your time is on I mean, Unsolved Mysteries or 40 I mean, minutes. I,
1: I could, it doesn't matter any true crime. I mean, I could tell you by the yeah. minute mark sure. what part of the story we're on without, you. <laughs> tell, you know, it's like, yes. you know, there's, the, there's the 911 call at the beginning and then there's the mm-hmm. the guy who likes, looks like Walter Brimley and he's like, we arrived <laughs> on the scene Diabetes. at 947. <laughs> we entered yes. the premises and found Mrs. Carroll yes. face down. It, you know, it's like, and then it's like yes. the sister, she's like, I just never thought this would ever <laughs> happen. I never thought he would go this far. And then you get the title credits. I mean, I could do this all day, but. I know, that was good. Th- but this this version, where we've got like caliber actors and you know, because yeah. the recreations just break your heart. I mean, those are uh,
0: Jessica Beale and then Justin Timberlake She's... has a cameo and he he yeah. also nails it.
1: Yeah, I gotta tell you, I did not think Jessica Beale was that talented before watching that. I didn't either, but she was really good in this. She I, was
0: really I give good. Her
1: all the props, anyway. Then, so, yes, yeah, so yeah, 2014, we've got true crime as a term that has evolved Mm -hmm. into the consciousness of others. And then Mm -hmm. investigation discovery gets launched, which was, I think the, the first big thing to happen that happened in like 2016, I think 20, that's
0: kind of the mothership, right? ID. Yeah. I
1: mean, well, listen, credit where credits do snapped is there. The, the OG. Yeah. The OG true crime. You got city confidential. You got snapped. The first was Good too. Yeah. Forensic files. I mean, that one is like walk into any hotel room and just turn on HLN and it's like nine hours of forensic files. You know, it's just people spraying luminol everywhere like it's a rave. Um, Those are the original. But okay. so Oxygen started doing these like nine hour marathons of snapped. And I think that data is what spawned ID to be like, well, let's just make a whole channel. And Oxygen was kind of behind the eight ball on that because they were also doing like, you know, uh, what a bad girls club and all those other reality shows. And finally they made the switch. So after our oxygen went full true crime, we were finally left with two full 24 hour true crime networks. But what's funny to me about that is like, I mean, Dateline is still the best, like the old ones are still the best ones. Well, in Keith, my opinion.
0: Keith Morrison, come on. Right. He's I the king.
1: It's, you just can't, you know, and it, I think people also like those because there is some semblance of journalistic integrity to those stories. The other ones are, you know, you kind of know you're being fed a weird version. Yes. Of story.
0: And I do think people want closure within one or two hours sometimes. And- um, not that sometimes if they're multi or multi-stories or it takes several episodes, people are like, come on, come on, come on. What's what's going on? And with right. Keith Morrison, you know he's going to solve the crime like Angela Lansbury did, Murder, She Wrote, within 45 yeah, minutes or whatever his, the time is. In his is.
1: little sweater set, and it'll be great.
0: Okay, my connection to him is um, my father is an attorney and he was defending a man who had was part of a Dateline story. So Keith Morrison had to come to Little Rock And interview my brother and dad. And it was left on the cutting room floor. They didn't use it. But I was there with greatness. And he's tall and skinny. And has his hair is white. And he is delightful. He's gracious. Everything about him is just nice.
1: I've only heard good things.
0: Yeah. I've only
1: heard good things. And
0: that's what made the thing about Pam so good. Is because Dateline was the catapult. The reason that that catalyst for that story making news and then they dug deeper and they use keith morrison as part of it
1: it's just like almost maddening that it took that long for someone to figure out that formula you know and yeah. they got to it and they're never going to be able to do it again no, i mean i hope right. to god they don't try to do it again because that would be stupid you're right um it's it's very very good it's very very good
0: Okay. But if we go back to Snapped, here's one that's in the top 10. It's a Little okay. Rock story called Leslie McCool. Look up Mike McCool, M-A-C-K-O-O-L and Leslie McCool. Um, they are both now incarcerated. It was kind of uh, likened to um, Svengali, Charles Manson type murder. Uh, Mike McCool didn't pull a trigger. He didn't use the weapon, but because of his Machiavellianism and forcing her, telling her, go in there and kill your mother and kill and stab her 77 times. She did the deed, but he was also convicted and uh, serving life in prison and as he needed to be. Yeah. So we knew that family because she was a sweet girl from a sweet family. She got with this guy. We knew he was a criminal. He was already a criminal, but gotten off because a dad, dad knew somebody kind of thing and another murder. And then when they were together, we were all shaking our heads going, this won't end well. And, um, her mother was, um, found dead in her nice home in Little yeah. Rock, stabbed 77 Boy, howdy, times. howdy, were you right? Oh yeah, God. right. And she was a beautiful girl. Like I, a friend of mine does yoga at the prison, which I really want to get involved in that. I love that type of ministry, you know, really sure. going to, you know, uh, there's just something about that connection. And my friend said, Leslie McCool is one of the women incarcerated where she goes to the women's prison. And she said, if you want to go sometime, and my husband's like, take a recorder and maybe see if you can get a podcast interview. I go, well, it's not so fast. It takes a little more than just that.
1: Female prisons are such a different...
0: Have you been to one?
1: uh, No, but I... So I have friends that have done long form shows in female prisons and you know, I've spoken to a lot of women who are currently behind bars and things like that. And I've spoken to a lot of men who are behind bars and the energy is just totally different. Mm-hmm. It's just a very different. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to overly generalize, but I feel like the things that lead a woman to being incarcerated for those period, long periods of time, very different stories than, Absolutely. than what you hear in men's Absolutely. jails by no, a lot. I so, totally like,
0: agree. Except for Anna Delvey. You know, I hope she, I don't want her behind bars too much long because we might need to interview her again for any um well you know what Uh, she's crazy Uh,
1: she's a con artist but i mean so is wall street i don't know everybody's like you know well she's a terrible person no no look at who she ripped off i'm kind of like oh well i don't really care no no no
0: the terrible people are the stupid people who believed her yeah
1: I if you get had I don't know what to tell you if that woman I mean back to our original you have no instincts like if that girl <laughs> with her weird no accent right. was like give me money and I mean what do you want me to t- I don't I don't know like it'd be hard for me to be an investigator and keep a straight face in that case I just Tinder swindler same
0: same thing with Tinder swindler Oh my god weren't you screaming at the TV or your I device were we watching
1: I grew up watching *The Beauty and the Beast* and *The Little Mermaid*, and I just thought one day, you know, a man would come and change my life. It's like you idiot! Like, what I are you know. talking about? What are you talking about? But the bad vegan one is the one that sent me over the edge, though, because that me, woman
0: sent me over I the can't, edge.
1: I can't. First of all, she literally admits that she married this guy for money,
0: so I don't feel sorry for her. Me neither. For because. Her mother got duped, too, because her mother's stupid, too. Here's
1: the guy. Here's the thing. If you are going to marry a man for money, which, by the way, was the only reason women married anyone for thousands and thousands of years. So I have no judgment on somebody marrying another person for money, but at least get receipts. (laughs) Like, at least figure out that the guy has money. Don't like, I mean, are you kidding me? I don't just people. Some people are just born like rudderless. Like, <laughs> it blows oh. my mind. Like, I, I just
0: don't get it. No, for sure. My husband says those people need the name tag that said, "If lost, return me to." Like, seriously. They, like the tiny blonde. What did he call her? Tiny blonde human or something? The TV in uh, uh, Bad Vegan. He had like a nickname for. Her. Oh it, yeah, no, I-
1: just and he was just a slob and. I don't know. I, I know on some, I I felt sorry for her employees. Those are the only people I felt sorry for. It's like, they all told her too. Like, Hey, this guy's trash. Here's the thing, everybody. I just went through this with a friend, a big fallout because she's married to someone who is not a good dude. Yeah. And everybody came to the conclusion independently. We all tried to like, just distance ourselves and like, be just not make it a thing. And then this guy one day literally messages like all of us and is like, how come nobody's hanging out with us anymore? And nobody says anything. And of course I'm the one that's like, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm like,
0: "Thank you. you're, Thank you're you. a psycho,
1: you're a psycho and we don't want to be around you. And then of course this turns into like two weeks of my life with the wife being like, oh, this is just coming out of nowhere. Even though I have like a laundry list of, you know, anyway, point being, Uh, if you're, if you know a psycho and you try to communicate this to their girlfriend or spouse and they don't listen, just, just go away. I'm done. I'm not, I can't help. I can't, I'm not your mama. You asked me why we aren't hanging out anymore. And I told you. And that was
0: the answer. Here's the other thing we say in our family. Don't let crazy know, you know, they're crazy. So just play the game and go, "Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then get the heck out of there. Normally that
1: is my vibe. That is my vibe. I think I got caught up in the uh, worrying about my friend. And then sure. I realized after we I had this conversation that it was so much darker already than I had anticipated. I'm sure people listening know exactly how that feels. And I was like, oh, wow, I have been outgunned and outmanned and outmaneuvered here. He has called you his tiny little human or whatever the hell that guy- They're master know,
0: manipulators. And- I mean, that's all it is. It's just manipulation. I mean, there are always these like weird schlubby guys and people fall for him i don't get it i don't get it i don't get it i mean i, mean, I
1: get i get how army hammer is able to eat people i see how that happens you know he ushers them into a penthouse yeah, he yeah. looks like army hammer right. and he says something beautiful like can i nibble on your arm and you're like sure and then he bites you okay i get it I'd, i get I'd. how i get how army hammer did it i don't get how these other guys do
0: it i don't either No, I'm with you. Okay, so then if we had some time to talk about your favorite Mm. Mm. true crime stories, if you could name three, what would be your stories?
1: Are like full-on documentaries? Do we want to talk about
0: full-on? I mean, if you have full-on documentaries, yeah,
1: girl, I've got recommendations for your listeners.
0: (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. Go.
1: Okay, so number one is obvious because it's in the news a lot right now. But if y'all haven't watched the staircase. If you have not watched and you're the original, and you're talking about the the
0: oh the original or the one the, that's now with the actors no, the
1: documentary the staircase that listen the the one that's on now is fine it's interesting i it's okay but this kind of it, the staircase is important for a couple reasons one it was made before people were talking about true crime this it's true the instincts of this documentarian go beyond anything i i, you're I could exactly I mean, right. wow It is 12 hours. You are never bored Mm -hmm. ever. And here's the other thing. It's like, we watch these like long form documentaries now and you can tell they're padding it out and they're trying to like, well, they retell something. Yes,
0: that's right. Not that one.
1: Oh my God. I mean, at the end of every episode, there's a cliffhanger and you're literally sitting there thinking, I mean, at one point I, I stood up and like raised my hands. Like I was in church and yelled, what? Like it is. I know. And, in that, and I am a veteran true crime viewer. I'm telling you now, if you haven't watched the documentary okay, of this but staircase.
0: we're team. He's guilty, right? Yes. God. My husband, not men. Don't feel. My husband's like, no, oh. that owl did it. And I went, really? The owl. Yeah. <laughs> the
1: owl. Yeah.
0: And beat the her owl. to pieces. I mean, there was blood all over the staircase. And you think I can't owl even, there? Listen,
1: there's other things about this where if you haven't watched the documentary or- I don't even know how far the TV show has gotten into it yet. There are other elements of this too, where you're like, I'm sorry, what? Like people forget that there are other things that make this man very, Mm -hmm. very guilty. Okay. The next one I want to recommend paradise lost. Have you watched Uh, paradise lost? uh,
0: Well, that's from, that's the Arkansas story of the, the Ark the the West Memphis murders. Yeah. Okay, that obviously has a lot of connection to Central Arkansas. Well, there's the reason why
1: I brought it up? I, uh, I brought it up for you. my friend Lisa Fisher, thank, thank but also you. it it is another example of when when true crime used to be journalism.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. th-
1: this 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 journalist over the course of three separate documentaries, and I think in a span of something like fifteen years. Yeah. Uh, changes these boys' lives because these young men are pinned for a murder that they did not do. And had this man not made this documentary, things would be very different. And I, again, I don't want to spoil it because...
0: Well, you could just say the legal loophole was what allowed them to walk free and look at, you know... Damian Eccles looked at an iPhone and said, "What is this? <laughs> you yeah. know, you know how yeah. their lives, obviously, and that's anyone who's incarcerated, right? But yes, uh, Paradise Lost. But you know what? I don't think I've ever seen it because I know oh. the story so well that I'm. I guess I'm thinking, what are they going to tell me? But I need to watch it objectively. I've got it down.
1: Well, it's it's just unbelievable. Right. It's just an unbelievable story.
0: Um, yeah. Who do you think killed okay. those boys then? Ripley." That's okay. I don't. Know. Do think- I, I don't
1: know. I don't know. That I don't think that that's even what comes forward in this. I think it's I about. Know, but
0: I want to know for, again the victims when victim when children are involved. I agree. There's that mother's side to me, maternal side, saying, "But who killed those boys?" And where probably are they? somebody
1: that went on to kill other boys. I hate to say. You know, yeah. it's like you don't just do that once and get it out of your system. Not, I yeah, mean, I don't. I don't be I've dark, never but- been.
0: I've never really thought that they uh, the three men were innocent, but I never really thought they were guilty. I've just ridden the fence. I've been ambivalent. because You gotta watch the um, documentary.
1: It's, okay, it, it, okay. Will, it will fill in those gaps for you in a really okay. cool way, I, okay. I think. Thank you, thank you. Okay, now I'm gonna recommend the saddest movie of all time. Great. Yeah, it's called Dear Zachary. Have you seen it?
0: No, uh-uh.
1: Okay. Uh, one night I'll get a text message from you. It will be in all caps and you will be yelling at me. Because of our textual relationship. Because you but, know how I respond. No, you're going to be so mad at me for recommending this to you. That said, it's Ripley. I know. Ripley. My dog loves it. Seriously. Um, it is the story of a, 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 a so how do I want to put this? He's a young father. Okay. I'm so sorry. Hold on. Ripley. That's okay. Chill.
0: Come here, girl. Ripley. Believe it or not, Ripley. So there's
1: this neighbor that we have that my dog hates. Uh, and every time
0: dogs know
1: I I knew too back to our Britney Spears post yeah it's like Ripley wouldn't be stoked on what's happening with Britney if she knew what was happening anyway okay Paradise Lost I'm so sorry Dear Zachary is a documentary that's put together by a man whose best friend is shot and killed in a parking lot um and the person who everybody believes shot and killed him is the man's baby mama. And okay. it documents the custody battle that uh, the grandparents go. Oh, uh, so, okay, but I'm going to tell you it is the, har- so, so just no, it's the hardest thing you'll okay. ever watch. All right. So, so put that for whenever you're ready to put yourself through it, but okay. it is
0: remarkable. It is where, so where well I done. Where find dear Zachary?
1: I think it's on Amazon okay. Prime, uh, you know, it's, if it's literally floating around out there.
0: As someone, one of your
1: listeners, one of your listeners who has seen this, I guarantee you is okay. going to tweet at you or comment and be okay. like,
0: Good. they're either going to be like, watch it or they're going to be like, don't do this to yourself. So it's, okay. So as we say around here, not a lot of yucks. So not, not a, not a free for all with laughs.
1: It is a yuckless experience.
0: <laughs> yuckless experience. Got that? Writing <laughs> okay, that down. It
1: is zero yuck. Yeah. Now on the other side of it, I'm going to mention another documentary everybody's seen, but it's worth bringing up, which is the Jinx. And I feel the Jinx. I don't
0: is... think I ever saw that one. You haven't seen look. the Jinx yet? Let me look. Sometimes I have to look up things to see if I've seen them. Because, Ro- the you know, Robert Durst documentary. Oh no, I never, I never finished it or I start. And then oh. didn't he die?
1: Oh, no, no, only recently. Just recently, recently. yes. And so I knew about
0: it, but I never made the connection putting on my list.
1: So my favorite thing about that documentary is uh, Anthony Jarecki, who directed this thing, is like, he slowly brings himself into the documentary. He wants to be in his own documentary so badly. And it's- That's Alfred Hitchcock. Is really, well, what's crazy is he had made a fictional movie about- the same story starring Ryan Gosling and Kirsten Dunst.
0: Right. Right. And then he makes the documentary and
1: scores, you know, the the documentary with Robert Durst who outs himself on a hot mic. And the story behind it is so good. A PA is the one that discovered that he had still been talking to himself on the microphone. Not anyway, Andrew Jarecki, not Anthony. I'm sorry. Anyway.
0: Okay. It's it's yeah. I'm looking that one up to see which platform has it. But
1: yes, that's HBO Max. That one's one's HBO. It was produced by HBO. Yes, 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 yes. And then uh, one of my favorite true crime documentaries that I have to bring up always, because it's directed by my beloved Werner Herzog, is Into the Abyss. Now, Mm -hmm. Into the Abyss is Werner Herzog's close-up examination of two men on death row for uh, a, a murder robbery that happens in a bank. Have you right. seen it?
0: No. See, when they're heavy like that, I, okay, I but sometimes.
1: I know. I know, my friend. But I know. first of all, Werner is peak Werner in this. My favorite part of the documentary is he had read. So these two kind of like hick guys went in, tried to rob a bank and ended up killing a cop in the process. Okay. Right. So they're right. in jail. Right. They're guilty, whatever. Right. And there's like a prison wife involved. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's a lot of like entertaining aspects to this some yucks not yuck okay good
0: I'll take um, some yucks
1: but my favorite part about it is Werner Herzog is had read an article about what the men were yelling as the cops were kind of storming the bank and one of them was like all right buddy we just gotta go balls to the wall you know but Werner is like I read this story where you were <laughs> yelling about balls to the walls it is the funniest thing you've ever heard in your life okay. then i'll start you're that like because you can tell he's like what is this expression that they are saying like oh my god i love he's it the best and if you guys haven't seen grizzly man which is technically not a true crime documentary it is have you seen grizzly man
0: no you are going what? way deep girl
1: People, all of all of, all of okay. Lisa's listeners. Uh, okay. Grizzly Man is about a man who documented grizzlies uh, in Alaska over the course of like four summers and videotaped himself and in the end was mauled to death by a bear.
0: Oh, yeah. See, I know that one too. See, this is what I do. I skip to the end. And if I think that there are bear maulings or if people, if children Lisa, are hurt, then it's hard for me to watch. Lisa Fisher, let me tell you,
1: <laughs> you will love Grizzly Man. Because okay. Timothy Treadwell, the protagonist, yes. is an unbelievable human being. If he were alive today, it's like Tiger King status weird. Oh, he, okay. is weird. he is weird. This well, is not
0: 2005. Like, You're going yeah, way honey. back.
1: Girl, okay. I'm a lifer. People are uh, like, yeah, how long are. have you been watching true crime? I'm like, since I've been watching TV. Do you know how much yeah. time I spent at home sick watching City Confidential? Oh, my God. Yeah, right. My favorite okay. true crime stories are when, like you know, some wealthy guy kills his wife. That's the best kind. I hate to say it. If you can yeah. say oh, that. Oh no, no, that? no. Those are good. I said it.
0: No, but I do have a tip on a story of a crazy woman that killed her oh wealthy husband and walked in San Antonio years ago. That I'm trying. I'm trying to get the information for you to do. Uh, when the police found her, they owned like all of the town, all of San Antonio, Texas. Oh, very, very, this. very, very wealthy. When the police found her, she had a shotgun. She was covered in blood. And she goes, I don't know what happened. I just, Uh something happened and bullets came out of this thing. And I killed him. And I think she, her plea was insanity and she walked. And so I was going to get more information and uh, send it to you because no one's ever covered it.
1: That is a hard
0: very wealthy, well, very very wealthy. She had
1: friends. That's what that is. Nobody ever gets away with insanity unless somebody's slipping some money under the table.
0: Well, and Basically. we will we will always say rich people always have the best defense lawyers.
1: It's so weird how that works out, right? Shocking. It's so strange.
0: So the poor get shafted in well, criminal proceedings. We know that. Oh,
1: the other thing I want to recommend to you really quick is a YouTube channel. Okay called jim can't swim (laughs) Uh, i know i don't know why it's named that it's probably to avoid something on youtube but this guy is an ex fbi interrogation profiler okay oh i think my son's
0: told me about this one he reviews
1: interrogation footage and then break down the interrogation it's delicious it is like you got Jody Arias. He's got Jody Arias. He's got, um, and they,
0: it's a little slow on some of them because it, the way the footage well, it is has pres- to be. Yes, that's right. To build the story. But I'm like, chop, chop. No,
1: the Jody Arias one is hands down the best one.
0: I don't think I've seen that one, but that's I the best totally one. know what oh, you're that talking about. And there.
1: what's his name? Who killed, uh, his wife and two daughters. That awful guy. He was, they made a documentary about him too. American murder.
0: Okay, uh, I'm looking it up. Chris Watts, the Chris Watts interrogation. Okay, that's I've seen it on there. That's how my son showed it to me because I would.
1: My husband and I watched it, and we were like, "Yes!" Like the way they squish him into the table, and like people listening, if you are a true crime fanatic, I'm telling you, Jim can't swim.
0: Yes, there's a couple where these like pedophiles
1: get caught. You're like, yes, like Uh, oh, but you're
0: cringing. You're cringing.
1: Yeah. Cause they think they're gonna get away with it. And these cops are like, so like- Speaking just,
0: of, didn't yeah. Chris Hansen get in trouble? Wasn't there impropriety with him with something that I he mean, got caught or was that well, internet Well, I mean, fodder? I know
1: the show got taken down because they were worried about entrapment, but- Right, right. Uh, seriously, like, I don't care if you're like literally laying glue traps out in front of their house and then dragging them to a brothel and being like, what are you doing here? Like, I really don't care. <laughs> right these people do not deserve rights but no, um i agree chris hansen i think got in trouble i think it was like a drinking related thing i don't know that oh, okay. it was i don't uh, care yeah okay it would, i feel it like i would any... have heard about it if it was yeah. if he to catch yeah. a predator himself i would have that's known. what yeah
0: that's right yeah. but again it you can believe anything you see on the internet guess what we're out of time i believe and it we, we only solved half the problems of the world i've got everything in the show notes Jim Can't Swim, that's exact. I know exactly I, what you're talking about.
1: I am telling you people, I just gave you guys, and I'm sorry in advance for anybody who takes my advice watching Dear Zachary. It is, but it okay. is, the, it, it, it's just one of those things, you never have to watch it again, but you're just like, oh my God, that was a masterpiece.
0: You're obligated to watch it at least once. You
1: got to watch it once. It's that's like, what I'll you do. Know, it's like Schindler's List, like just go through it, put yourself through it once, oh yeah.
0: And We're it's like clamped. half
1: the time it's Schindler's List. I mean, what a, okay. se- what a pitch that is.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Because back here, to Seinfeld I'm episodes, me- that's when Jerry's <laughs> making out with the girl. You made out with your girlfriend, girlfriend during Schindler's, Schindler's List. List.
1: Oh my God. See? That's a great episode. It all
0: comes back to a Seinfeld episode.
1: Because everything in the human condition has been captured in Seinfeld.
0: Because it's a show about nothing.
1: It's a show about nothing, but it's also about like, Hey, people trying yes. to get by. Yes. And
0: I identify with that. And the beauty really of Seinfeld is so many of those were based on true stories that Larry David and Jerry Absolutely. did have this happened and this happened and this happened.
1: That's uh, like my, my, the girl that I went to college with that turns into a troll that I was happy about. That's, that's right? a Seinfeld thing.
0: Totally. Okay. You're the best. We you're love best. you in Arkansas. We love you. I love you in California. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe and download all the episodes and leave a review, won't you? The Lisa Fisher Said Podcast is produced by ClantonCreative.com.